can trust. And you know, nowadays it's uh, sort of a big issue about who do you trust. Um, a lot of times we're not sure. We're not sure who to trust. We just came through an election time and everybody said, trust me. Um, you know, there's all kinds of people that want us to trust them. And, and so it's kind of difficult sometimes to kind of know, well, who should we trust? And, but for the Christian, you know, I think, you know, we have a lot of scriptures. And we're going to look at those about, you know, fellowship is a part of being a Christian. You know, we're commanded to love one another and uh, to be there for one another and to um, encourage one another and et cetera. And so at some point, it looks like in Scripture we should trust one another. And I'm going to look at a few of those Scriptures. I want to start in Galatians, the sixth chapter. Galatians, the sixth chapter, the second verse says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So it tells us that we should care for one another. We should bear each other's burdens. We should be there for one another. Somebody's going through a hard time. You know, we should be there to encourage them or to share with them, to help them carry the burden that they're going through, that we can, we can just be there to lift them up and, and support one another. And so as we see, you know, it's kind of an idea that, well, you trust people. You, you may be going through a hard time. You call somebody, you call a Christian friend and say, hey, I'm going through a hard time. Could you pray for me? Could you pray for me? You know, and we, we try to have times where we pray for one another here. I, you know, I would hope, you know, we, we have folks that will pray for you at the end of the service. And, and that's, that's part of that process of sharing one another's burdens. I, I always want to remind you that it's okay to pray for one another. You don't have to just come up front and, and have somebody pray for you. You can also pray for one another. But that's part of being a Christian. We're to bear one another's burdens. And then we know that in Acts, the second chapter of the early church, the early church really carried this out to quite a degree that I don't think we really see much anymore, or at least not in, our, not in our culture that we live in. But in Acts 2, verse 42, it says, The apostles, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in the fellowship, in the breaking of bread and prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles, now all who believed were together and had all things in common. They sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were saved. The early church carried this out to quite a degree. You know, it says they shared everything. They prayed together. They ate together on a daily basis. You know, this isn't this isn't a, a potluck once every three or four months. Not nothing wrong with that. But you know, they ate together daily, daily, prayed together, and then they did something which, you know, I don't I never quite know what to do with. But they sold all their possessions and put them all together, and took care of each other. Now that's a commitment way beyond anything I've ever seen i'm sure there's some there's some cultures that do that but basically that's not something we do and i'm not i'm not trying to promote that even i i'm just saying wow you talk about being together and trusting one another i mean there's a level of trust there that's pretty big because if you think about it if we all put our stuff together 
And, you know, if, we, if you did that, you know, there are some people go, I think that's a great idea. There are some people go, eh, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Now, you can figure out who thinks each way, right? It depends on what you got to invest in the situation, okay? But think about it. Trust, trusting somebody with that degree of putting all your stuff together and then just having everything in common. But it gives us a picture of the church that, that you know, whether we, whether we do it like that, you know, there's that sense of togetherness and there's that sense of doing things together and trusting one another. In John 13, 35, it says, By this all men will know you are my disciples, if you have love one for another. So we're commanded to love. We're commanded to share burdens. We're commanded to, to do that. You've got to have some trust. You've got to have a level of trust. As a matter of fact, what I think I notice is sometimes that level gets pretty strong. I don't know if that's bad, but it gets pretty strong to where, you know, I really trust people. I trust them that when, when I say, would you pray for me, I know they're going to pray for me. Or if, if there's something that's bothering you, I can share it with them. They're going to they're have compassion on me and they're going to care about me. And that's, that's all a really good thing. It's, I think that's the it's, way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be that way. In Colossians, the first chapter, the ninth verse. It says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You know, he said, when we saw there was a need, we didn't cease to pray for you. You know, I'm always, I'm always very confident. I trust. There are people that when I tell them, you know, this is something I need prayer for, I know they're going to pray. I trust them to pray. And I know they're going to do it. And, and I think that's a great thing. Here's one of the things that I want to talk about a little bit about today. With that kind of trust and sharing and love for one another and carrying one another's burdens, what I sense once in a while is that maybe our trust in people might go a little too far. And I say that not, not that we shouldn't do it, but I say it for this reason, that trusting people is okay but what the Lord wants is he wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust him. Now, part of that is trusting people. I'm not, I'm not negating that, and I don't want to take away from that because God uses people. But what we have to be very careful of is that we don't start putting people in the place of God. And we start trusting them more than we trust him. That we, we, we start just maybe sharing with people and not really seeking the Lord about things. I want you to look at some scriptures concerning that about being careful because in scripture there's, there's times when it's, when it's actually talked about in uh, Psalms 8, 118. Psalms 118 starting at verse 5. David said, I called on the Lord in distress. 
The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is my on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I will see my, set, I will see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. What's David saying? David says, you know, I was distressed. I was, I was upset. You, I don't know, you know, distressed. I was upset. Things weren't going right. Things weren't working the way I wanted them to. Life wasn't what I wanted. Things weren't good. He says, in my distress, in my distress, he says, the Lord answered me. And then he said, the Lord is on my side. Whom will I fear? He didn't say, well, there's a bunch of us together and we're going to be able to do this. He said, the Lord is on my side. Whom shall I fear? Kind of sounds like it's just David at that point is thinking about it's him and the Lord. The Lord's on my side. Whom, whom will I fear? And he says, I will trust the Lord. And then he says, in verse 8, he says, it's better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in man. Why is that? It's better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in man. Because we're human. Because we're human. It reminds me of that scripture that says, let God be true and every man a liar. And I've shared it before, that scripture bothered me. It bothered me. Because when I, when I first heard that, I my first reaction was, well, I'm not a liar. I don't lie. I'm not, it says, let God be true and every man a liar. Well, it, that offended me. What's the reality, though? Well, God is true, and he's the only one that's 100% true. And we all, at some point, fall short. At some point, we all fall short. So I put my confidence in the Lord because people, at some point, will not do exactly what I want or how I think they ought to do it. Or people won't always be there when I want them there. Because there's times when it gets down to that, folks. It gets down to putting your trust in people and realizing they're not there. I, I, can, I'm, I feel confident I can share this, but you know, when, you know, when you get cancer... People scatter like you wouldn't believe. When somebody gets cancer, people leave your life. I don't think it should be that way, but that's what happens. Because I don't want to be around somebody, number one, that I think might be on their way out. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm not, makes me nervous. I don't know what to say. What do I say to somebody that's dying? I don't know. So you know what? I, I, just, I just don't want to go there. When you get cancer, when people get cancer, you'll find that your friends and those who you trusted will get narrower. I share this story, um, Lane and Cindy, because we don't know, you don't know any details, but um, Lane and Cindy, you know, Lane's got cancer. And they went to Florida and found a church in Florida. And they were new, you know, and at first everybody was friendly and, you know, all everybody's, oh, hi, glad to see you. And, you know, that's all great. Lane went in the hospital, about died for a couple months. Nobody called on him. 
Didn't hear a word. So Lane, and I don't know exactly, but this is what Lane told me. Lane said, I called him and said, where were you? He said, they hit, the answer he said he got back was, we don't do that. We don't do that. Now, if you trust in people, or if you trust in the church, how are you going to feel at that moment? Where, you, where, you, where do you put your trust? Now, I don't know the, you know, I don't know the details. I don't know, you know, what they, you know, I don't. But that's what, from Lane's perspective, that's what was said to him. Now, if you put your trust in people and, you know, all these wonderful people have always shared with you and been there for you and prayed for you, and all of a sudden in your life you find out they're gone. Now what? Now what? And what I'm saying is, ultimately, we have to put our trust in the Lord. We need to cultivate that trust. The others is there, and I think it needs to be there, and it should be there. But the reality is, in life, there's things you're going to face alone. And you're going you're, you're gonna to do it. You trust in the Lord. And you need to learn to trust Him. And cultivate that relationship with Him, and not just the relationship with other people even though the Lord will use other people. I don't want to, I'm not negating that. But what I sense sometimes is it's easier to trust people I see than, peop, than the Lord who I can't see. You know, it's easier to trust people, family, you know, and, and those are all important. But it's easier to trust them sometimes than people I can't see. You know, there's through the years and through the centuries, there's people who have been Alone in a lot of different places. Hard places. Hard places. And you know, when you read their stories, it's like, wow. What would it be like to, Corey Ten Boom, what would it be like to be in prison and tr- have to trust the Lord? You know, what would it be like to be the only one somewhere and have to trust the Lord? I think it's important for us to Develop that trust. So as much as people are great and we have people around us, I think we, we appreciate their support and everything, but don't forget to develop your trust in the Lord. And realize that even when the Lord sends people, it's Him. It's Him. He uses people. And so, and so we learn that, you know, it's important that I learn to trust the Lord. In I, Isaiah 31, Isaiah 31, 1. Isaiah says, Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses who trust in chariots because they are many. And then the horsemen, because they are very strong, but who not look to the Holy One of Israel nor seek the Lord. Long, long, long time ago in my Christian walk, we sang a song. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will depend on the Lord our God. That's where that, that's where that song came from. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. Some trust in the world things around us. Some trust in strength, the strength of chariots and horses. 
He says, but we look to the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. He's the one that we trust. It's so easy to trust the wrong things in life. I'm not saying God doesn't use a lot of various things. It's kind of like the whole, the whole thing about medicine and doctors and all. God uses those people. But for the Christian, we see the Lord in that. Because here's what happens, folks. Someday, that doctor may walk in and look you right in the eye and tell you, there's nothing more I can do. And for some people, that's, that's disastrous because I trusted in him. I, he, you have to have the answer. You, I, well, I guess I better look for, I'll look for another doctor, one that's got the answer. And all I'm saying is in life, there's times when nobody does. And we need to learn to trust the Lord. We need to learn to trust him. He uses a lot of different things, but ultimately, I trust him. I trust him. You need to trust him to show you which doctor to go to. You need to trust him to show you what medicine to take. What, what, you need to trust him how you should eat. You need to trust. You learn to trust the Lord. And for Christians, I think that's extremely important that we learn to trust the Lord. And it's comfortable and it's kind of, you know, it's nice to have all the things we have around us nowadays, you know, whether it's Christian people around us to encourage us or all the latest technology around us and all the latest answers to everything or whether it's part of being the strongest nation in the world. I've heard that a lot lately. Well, we're the strongest nation in the world. We're the best. We've got all the answers. Does that sound scary to you? Does that sound scary when people, what does the Bible say? Pride comes before the fall. And you know, we, oh, we've got, we're the strongest, we're the best, we've got all the answers, we're the greatest. That's almost scary hearing people say that. Because I don't hear them saying, we're a great nation, but it's because the Lord has blessed us. I don't hear that much. You know, it's because of the Lord we're where we're at. And I think he's a jealous God. And at some point in time, he's going to go, you know what? I'm going to show you who's in charge. You know, I don't know how all that works. I don't know how he does it, but I know he's a jealous God. And he says, thou shall have no other gods before me, whether it's people or things we trust in or things we put before him. He's a jealous God. And so it's important that we remember that our trust is in him. Our trust is in him. You know, as we, as we go through all this stuff going on around, as Jeff mentioned in worship about peace, you know, wow, just watch the news. It's just amazing. It's amazing. I think things are happening way faster than what we even know. I just have that sense, folks. There's things going that we just, we just have no idea how fast this thing is going. You know. And we need to be ready to trust the Lord now. We need to trust him. We need to trust him because he's coming back. And maybe a lot sooner than we think, probably. You know, we don't really, I don't think we usually have that sense that he's coming back soon. It's like, oh, 
someday and I'll probably die before he does. And I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's going to get surprised sometime. <laughs> All I know is somebody's going to get surprised. I don't know if it's us or somebody else, but somebody's going to get surprised. You know, but I just noticed that things are seem to be speeding up. These things are speeding up. We seem to be heading heading in a direction. And so I think we need to be ready to put our trust in the Lord and trust him. You know, I, I, I trust people. I, you know, I trust you. But, you know, more than that, I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord. And I need to work on that. I need to, I need to work on that relationship. You know, the Bible says there's no other name that's higher than his name. There's no other name. There's no other person or name or anything that's higher than him. And so we have to be very careful where we place people. Because we say things like, well, I don't know what I would do without them. And there's some sense of reality to that. But it's like, well, and I, I don't, but you know, probably what you ought to do is trust the Lord. You know? You know, different times. You know, as you get older, you talk about, well, wow, what would it be like if I didn't have my spouse? Well, I don't want to think about that. You know, it's not something I want to lay around and think about. But the reality is, well, let's see. I'll probably have to trust the Lord. I'll trust, I'll trust him like all the people who have gone before me who have lost their spouses. You know, I will trust the Lord. And so we have to realize that there's nobody or person or thing that's higher than him. And so we trust him. I think it's important to trust him wherever we're at. I think it's important to practice trusting him. Put our trust in him. Trust him for what you're going through right now so you can trust him for what you're going to go through down the road. But it's got to start with where am I at now? Trust him. Trust him to take care of today. Trust him for whatever I need today. Sometimes it may seem simple. It may seem like a little thing. Well, that's not important. Well, trust him for it. Trust him for whatever, wherever you're at. You know, trust him for your cold, your cough, the stomach flu. Trust him, you know, trust him where you're at. Look to him. Seek him. Learn to cultivate that relationship so that you know he's there and he's the one that you look to and the one you can trust because days come when you're pretty much alone sometimes and you have to put your trust in him. But the time to start is now. The time to start is now. And be careful that we never put people in his place. You know, people are important. I love people. I cherish people I can share with and pray with and encourage and people that are there for you. I, I mean, there's, they're priceless. But they're not greater than the Lord. They're not greater than trusting Him. And so that's, that's why we just remind ourselves that it's, He's where we put our trust. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, I just pray you'd remind us, Lord, to, to put our trust in you. Or remind us that as important as people are and as precious as they are and, and as we need to share with one another and bear one another's burdens, that, Lord, none of it comes close to trusting you. 
So Lord, just help us to put our simple faith in you and trust you for, for what we're going through, for what's going on around us for each and every day. Lord, we thank you that we can trust you, that we can depend upon you, that you're always there. You never leave us or forsake us. And Lord, we just thank you for your blessings. Lord, we thank you for helping us to be the nation we are. Forgive us, Lord, for not acknowledging that it's because of you that we are who we are. Lord, we pray that you just uh, bring our nation back to you, Lord. I pray there to be a repentance. Lord, we would turn from our ways, not just, not just kind of slide back, but Lord, we would turn from our w- wicked ways and come back to you. Lord, heal our land. Heal our land. And Lord, it's you. You're the one that's going to do that. So Lord, we look to you, and we know that it's you. And we thank you for that. Lord, we just pray you'd be with us now as we go our ways, and Lord, just watch over us, keep us safe. Just uh, thank you for being with us this morning. And Lord, we thank you that even when it's not comfortable, Lord, it doesn't always have to be comfortable to be in your presence. Lord, we thank you that you're always here. We just pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen.